hello and welcome back to season three of Bo My God. I'm your host, Bo Bradley. My pronouns are he and they. It is March of 2022 and we're back with episode number 30 of Bo My God. Third season, third month, 30th episode. Today's the 30th. It's feeling like there's a lot of threes around here. So here's your number if you were looking for it. So as all of you may well know, we have been on a break since the end of the year, planning and prepping and ramping up for the best season ever, in my opinion. Headed into this year, I really just want you all to keep an open mind, continue to be willing to learn and question what you already do or don't know about gender, sexuality, identity, the queer community, really all of it. We're just going to look in deep this season. We have pretty exciting lineup with lots of incredible guests. I'm not going to spoil any of them, but I will let you know the season has a pretty deep focus right here in Seattle and the Seattle area, and we'll continue to bring you fabulous, queer, diverse guests, including organizations, individuals, and maybe even a few surprises. We'll see what happens. So some more updates for this season. Every episode will be uploaded on YouTube with or without video content. So hi, if you're looking at me, this is probably more awkward for me than it is for you, but hey. (laughs) So uh, like I said, every episode will be uploaded on YouTube with or without video content. So we're going to make it as accessible as possible. That being said, if there's somewhere that you would like to see, oh my God, season three, please let us know where that is if you can't find it. Just let us know where you want to watch, where you want to listen, and we'll see what we can do. So Before we move on, let me take this moment to ask you to subscribe, follow us on social media. This podcast is all about education, community, and visibility. So I need all of you to help to continue to share this platform with your LGBTQIA plus friends, peers, family, allies. And you know what? Share it with people that maybe aren't as understanding of this community too. They might not listen to it, but the tagline of this podcast is where queer meets world. So I'm happy to be that catalyst to bridge some of those gaps. If there are any gaps or topics or conversations that you want to see in here that you haven't seen or heard yet, please let us know. Send us a DM, send me an email, text me if you have my number. I'm just really pumped for the season, y'all. And I really just want to make it as interactive and inclusive as possible. So let's move into our first segment. The first thing I'm going to do is reintroduce you all to the Queer Alphabet. For those who don't know, The Queer Alphabet is a spinoff of a social media campaign I did back in 2020 with the same title, which was kind of the catalyst to the podcast. <laughs> this series aims to break down LGBTQIA terms and concepts in a way that all people can listen and understand. Some past examples include our discussion on ethical non-monogamy with Christopher Smith, Windows and Mirrors with Beth Barr, and Defining Biological Sex, going back to one of our first episodes with Lizzie. So today I'm going to start at the very beginning of our beloved acronym, LGBTQIA+, and discuss the L, the L denoting lesbian. Now I know some of you are like, okay, check, I understand that, but I pose this question to you. When is the last time you sat down and considered the definition of the word lesbian? For most people, this word elicits a mental image of two female lovers, whether it be in a way that is respectful or unfortunately in today's society, a way that is over-sexualized. So to bring it back to the actual word, the first known use of the word lesbian was in 1559, used to describe a sexual romantic attraction between two women. Now, this word was derived from the name of the Greek island of Lesbos, which is where the late Greek poet Sappho, who lived from 615 to 580 BCE, was born. 
Now, her sexual orientation has been debated throughout history, and her words have been interpreted to be friendly, meaning good friendships between women and other people have, and I quote, interpreted this as celebrating the eros between women. Anyways, gossip aside, today the definition is expanded to include non-binary individuals and those who are gender non-conforming or feels if the word is inclusive to their identity no matter how they describe themselves. So Gallup reports that 11.7% of queer U.S. adults identify as lesbian, which is honestly only about 0.3% more than those that identify as transgender. And this equates to 0.7% of the overall U.S. adult population, an estimated population of the U.S. today being about 333 million people. That means that approximately 2.3 million U.S. adults are lesbians. If you're new to BMG, you'll learn that I love to remind everyone of the gross underreporting around LGBTQIA plus information statistics due to a plethora of reasons, including, but not limited to, the stigma, some places, the illegality of being openly queer or trans, the little to no medical research, including trans and queer topics, and including appropriate demographics in order to track statistics appropriately for this population. There's more, but the point is, if you're listening to this and you live in a small town or big city or really anywhere, and you feel like you're alone, you are not alone. I can't hype that enough. There are so many people like you, sort of like you, totally like you. The It's a spectrum. People are just diverse and intersectional and you are not alone. There are people like me who believe you, support you, I understand you to some capacity and I respect you. I promise if anyone needs help finding that community or needs help finding queer friends in a safe space, get in t- contact with me. We'll see what we can do. You can email me at bow at bowmygod.com, B-E-A-U at B-E-A-U-M-Y-G-O-D.com or DM me on social media. You can find me at Bo Brads or on the podcast page. We look at those messages too and that's at Pod. You are not alone. For those of you wanting to learn more, but don't want to reach out to me directly or to the podcast specifically, I will first direct you to the National Center for Lesbian Rights, I think is a great first step. That's nclrights.org, N-C-L-R-I-G-H-T-S.org. You can also look up stuff on GLAD, Gleason, PFLAG, all the different, I know I'm just throwing acronyms at you, but if you Google lesbian rights or lesbian statistics or lesbian information, you'll find some great organizations and resources. The information is definitely more accessible than it was, say, a few years ago. Um, So something I really want to highlight related to this and identities in general is that identities can change. So your gender, sexuality, et cetera, can change. And this can be monthly, weekly, daily, by the hour. One, I think, relatable example for all people And trigger warning, we're going to talk about food for those of you who need to skip ahead. That's okay. Uh, I'll give you a second. So for those of you that are still here, I bet there's a food that as a kid you didn't really like or you wouldn't try or it could have smelled funny or looked funny. For example, for me as a kid, I hated onions. They looked slimy. They had a really pungent smell. They just overpowered things. I just I was not into them. And now as an adult, onions are one of my favorite food. I put it in everything. I put it on top of everything. I put it literally down to like my eggs in the morning. So just 
your opinions and things can change. And this is for all aspects of your identity, be it the way you like to dress or the color of your hair, the style of your hair. We all know people who have had one individual hairstyle for years and years, if not decades. And some people are happy with that and there's nothing wrong with that. But then you have people who look up new things, want to change their hair, want to change just the way they wear it from day to day. And it's just people are so intersexual and complex and there's always more than one thing that adds up to who someone is. So I just want to make sure that we hold and create space as we talk about these identities and as we talk about these topics that not just one applies for anyone. For instance, there was a stage in my life that I identified as a lesbian. Do I now? No, but that's okay. Anyways, end of rant on that for today. Moving on to current events, I want to talk about what week it is. This portion of the podcast is dedicated to discussing anti-trans and LGBTQIA plus legislation, current topics in the news and other pop culture lifestyle events affecting the queer community. Prior guests in this area include filmmaker and the director of GLAAD-nominated docuseries, Trans and Trumpland, Tony Zosharofitan. We also had Will Riley from the queer band The Gays, a couple of queer university students representing Ally House Jr., an LGBTQIA plus effort at the Pennsylvania State University, which is also my two-time alma mater, so lots of love there. Anyways, back to the subject at hand, March 31st of every year, which is tomorrow, is designated as International Transgender Day of Visibility. And what this day is, it aims to raise awareness about the presence of trans and gender diverse individuals, celebrating their lives and the contributions they've made throughout history, in addition to raising attention to the hardships our community faces, like increased murder rates, poverty, discrimination, lack of access to resources, lack of access to accessible and appropriate medical care, choosing my words lightly. Anyways, so... Transgender Day of Visibility, also known as TDOV, was created 12 years ago now in 2010 by a trans advocate and the head of Transgender Michigan, Rachel Crandall. At that point, the only day widely recognizing trans people was Transgender Day of Remembrance, which is November 20th. We will be talking about that later this year. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) Not really. Um, But so she really just wanted to empower people to celebrate the trans and gender nonconforming community in a way that was happy and supporting you being authentically yourself, but also recognizing that not every single person who's trans or queer or gender nonconforming or really anywhere under the LGBTQIA plus queer umbrella is able to, can be, or wants to be visible. So just kind of this acknowledgement that giving visibility to those that need the window, need the mirror, need the example of how to be themselves or how to see that people are just not all the same. and. Going back to our statistics from Gallup, because you know I love those, 11.3% of queer adults identify as transgender. So this is about 0.6% of the total U.S. adult population. That equates out to just about 2 million people. So again, you are not alone. There are about 2 million other trans people in the U.S. alone. So reach out to me or us, again, if you're in need of community. And then also, if you are in crisis or you are needing some help, which is totally okay. There's no shame in that. You can reach out to the National Suicide Hotline. They have some specialty in LGBTQIA plus conversations and topics. And that number is 1-800-273-8255. 1-800-273-8255. 
1-800-636-8255. And you know what? I'm going to give you that again because maybe you don't need it and maybe you don't need it now, but maybe someone you know will and does. So that number for the third time, it's 1-800-273-8255. And if this is a life safety, life or death emergency, please call 911. We're just going to be responsible. Okay, so for those of you in the Seattle area, join me tonight, March 30th, 2022 at Rose Temple, Capitol Hill in Seattle to celebrate the launch of Oh My God Season 3. We'll be there from 7 to 10 p.m. with folks from Cheer Seattle, DJ Pretty Please, and our dear friend and treasured past guest, local queer musician Jeannie Rock, will be performing a live set. So there's a lot to look forward to. There'll be food or drink for purchase and gift bags for the first 50 folks. So snatch them up while they're there. Huge shout out to Austin and Ben from Rose Temple. If you can't make it out tonight, go check them out when you're in the area. They have a great space, a lot of cool events, a monthly drag brunch that's divine. Great advocates for the queer community. Also, big shout out to Ariel from Cheer Seattle. Love you so much. Thank you again for all of your expertise, advice, coordination, insight, everything leading to tonight's event and really helping get me hyped for this season. So that brings us to today's affirmation. As you all know, if you listened to last season, I promised that we would be ending every show from now on with an affirmation because we as queer folks and humans in general do not give ourselves a chance to feel our full potential, feel empowered and feel like we are quite enough. And you are. So I'm here to remind you today's affirmation comes from Blavity and I'm going to have you repeat after me. Here we go. My life matters. My life has value. I serve significant purpose to both myself and those around me. I will continue to find joy in everything life has to offer. Okay, we're gonna do this one more time. My life matters. My life has value. I serve significant purpose to both myself and those around me. I will continue to find joy in everything life has to offer. Well, folks, that's all for today. Thank you for tuning into season three, episode one of Oh My God, our 30th episode overall. If you haven't caught on to all the threes by now, we look forward to seeing those of you tonight that can make it. Bring your friends, bring your Vax cards. Let's party. Let's have a good time. I know it's a Wednesday. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and follow along for more of your favorite queer and trans content. We are on social media platforms at Oh My God Pod. Check us out at www.bowmygod.com where you can find out more info and purchase some cool Oh My God swag, like stickers, hats, shirts. There's some cool things on there, if I do say so myself. So I will leave you with this last thought. In honor of Transgender Day of Visibility, please share this podcast with one or two of your friends, even if this might not be in their wheelhouse. Let's share the knowledge, share the visibility, and make life easier for each little baby gay and baby trans that comes after us. So thanks all. Love you. Catch you next time.